Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Spawn of Azathoth. It was written by Doc Herber, and our game master is John Hook. And this is episode 22. Our recap will be given by Stuart Lively as his character, Cornelius Cuthbert. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Stuart? <sighs> From the port, we set out across the jungle, off to the mission where Catherine Baxter is believed to be. The major in charge affords us six porters and two guides for our journey. Dangers abound as within one day out by canoe, we lose one of the porters to a deadly spider bite. Into the second day, all the while being spied upon by local natives, we have a double catastrophe in that Poor Dr. Augustine is apparently attacked by tentacle-like snakes, pulling him up into the trees. We finally get Arlo down, but that scared off the rest of our porters. Now down from four to three canoes, along with some of our supplies, we pressed on, but with a weary heart. We make camp for the night and cleared it as best we could of dangers and slept uneasily. In the morning, we arose to discover a warning totem staked firmly to the ground outside our tents. I don't want to imagine what else will meet us on the way to this mission. All right. So let us begin. You, uh, you have awoken that totem. Uh, uh, Sikandar kicked that totem into the, uh, into the river into the stream and got rid of it. Uh, and uh, Mabur is uh, preparing all of the, uh, the canoes and, uh, and you guys are packing to, to leave in quite the hurry. Uh, you spend uh, half the day, uh, much like you did the previous day, uh, days paddling hard and uh, going upstream. And uh, eventually, uh, Mabur or uh, Sikander, uh guides the boats, and uh, you guys make ground now on the left bank. You've been primarily sticking close to the right hand bank through most of this journey uh, and camping on the right hand side. And now you have uh, crossed the width of the stream and have banked to the uh, left-hand side. Uh, and where he pulls the boats up, it actually looks like it's uh, the head of a, of a path. It looks like there's a, uh, a worn uh, footpath that heads um, into, the, into the woods, uh, basically west into the woods. And so he, uh, he uh, gets the boats up and starts tying them off so they stay secure. And uh, says, uh, okay, we must uh, travel by foot now. If we All hurry, right. we should get there before nightfall. But if not, we, we will push on and, and, uh, and get on, get into the, uh, the mission even after nightfall. Well, I've never been more grateful to see a dirt path in my life. Here, here. Sikander, do we uh, stash the canoes and excess gear here? Or do we have to portage everything in for safekeeping? 
the canoes will be safe here. We can leave them here, but we must take all other gear. Very well. T taking a good look around, uh, are we seeing any of the those eyes that were upon us earlier? You can give me a spot hidden. There aren't any like road piranhas, are there? Oh, <gasps> 002. You are looking under every leaf and rock, and uh, you are quite alone. You are confident that no one else is around. Well, onwards, upwards. We go. This is a heavy, heavy burden. All right. Uh, all right. You guys begin, and it's a it's a pretty um, pretty intense road march with these uh, packs on your backs. Uh, so I need everyone to give me constitution rolls, please. If you uh, will recall, if anyone is uh, ill and suffering with a uh, con penalty die please apply it now as i recall when we got the con penalty die from touching poisonous things yes and then the next day we had did the same thing now if we if we succeeded on the second roll have we no longer have the penalty so i uh, no, no, had no. the penalty Only... the first day but i don't have don't have it the second day and um it could have been compounded so if you get it once you still have it Okay. And it yes. turned my success into a failure. Mine as well. Oh, good. Mine was a <laughs> failure either way. 78. <laughs> I passed. <laughs> a 13 and a 23. So my. And we can't use luck to dissuade. You it. can use luck. Yes. And I'll spend five luck to dissuade. Uh... It could be if I were that close, but. Mm, yes. <laughs> I'm not to waste. Yeah, as appealing as spending 19 <laughs> luck sounds, I don't think I'm going to spend the 19 luck. I'm just tired of itching. Uh, all right. So uh, those who uh, failed the con rolls, you guys are are kind of holding up the group uh, because you're not able to push on and and keep up. So the entire group is slowing down to uh, accommodate you. And as such, um, uh, it is uh, after nightfall before you guys uh, start kind of walking into an area that uh, has a clearing. And up ahead, you see a collection of elevated uh, huts. They're all on, uh, on stilts. And so they're elevated probably about three feet off the ground. And uh, yeah, there's this collection of, of huts that are uh, that are elevated. And you can see uh, some flickering uh, candlelight in a few of the uh, small windows. And it's, uh, Sikander and uh, Mabur are leading into the uh, into the area. They kind of uh, kind of start rapping on some of their equipment uh, to make uh, some noise. And uh, you start seeing uh, uh, faces as people are coming out of these huts. Is the mission nearby? Is it, in, is it not far? Uh, Sikander turns and answers you and says, we have made it. This is the mission. Huts. Hmm. 
Huts on stilts. Uh, is there a building that looks more, is there a larger structure on stilts, like a church? Yes, there is a uh, what an, a larger building that does look to be a church. It is adorned with a cross. Um, there's another one nearby um, that looks, it, it actually has a label on it that says school. Is there a graveyard nearby? Um, you do not see a graveyard inside the camp. I didn't even think of that, but yeah, thank God. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but this uh, this wasn't quite it. My guess is that the stilts are to keep the bugs out. Most likely. Possible seasonal floods as well. Uh, well. Each each hut has a very short little ladder that's uh, you know it's only like four steps long uh, at a forty five degree angle leaning against uh, the platform and uh, and it's a low low ladder so it looks like these people are accustomed to balancing on the rungs as they just kind of go up without handholds and they just basically walk up these. 45 degree ladders like their stairs and uh, and enter into these uh, huts. Um, but as you guys come, as you guys come into the camp, it is after nightfall and um, you see uh, native people are living in these uh, huts and they come out and um, and they just start they just start coming around you, you know, all of you and start like helping. They start grabbing your bags and things and trying to relieve you of uh, burdens. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Or they're relieving us of our stuff, but. Uh... <laughs> yes. Uh, of the packs that you are carrying. And so uh, it's mostly women and children who approach you. The, uh, the women are grabbing the packs. The children are grabbing your hands and um, are directing you to these uh, huts so uh some of you uh you know it looks like um uh, uh dr saladin and uh, edith and philip are being directed uh towards one hut and then uh, uh dr augustine and cuthbert and long are being directed to a second hut cynthia baxter just Mr. Cynthia, is she here? Yeah. Uh, and they, the the uh, natives are smiling, and and they say, "Oh, yeah, mm, yes, 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 Miss Cynthia, yes, Miss Cynthia, very good." Well, we'd kind of like to meet her if it's okay. I mean, what uh, right. time is it? Was is it late or is it? I mean, it's it's pretty late. It's it's after sundown, um, and so um, and and it was going to be a you know it's a late it's a late sunfall or you know uh, uh, late night you know comes up. So yeah, it's probably you know close to ten o'clock at night. Yeah, I imagine they keep rather Spartan hours under these circumstances. <sighs> We're probably mm. making quite a ruckus. Yeah. Uh, so, are the are the respective huts we're being taken to opposite each other, or? Uh, yeah, they're neighboring huts. Right. 
well, I guess we're going to meet her in the morning. She's not coming out. Well, where are they taking the two guides? Are they going with us or are they going somewhere else? Yeah, Sikender, are you staying at the mission until our work here is done? Or are you going to go back and return for us? Uh, yeah, Sikander says that uh, uh, he and uh, Mabur will stay here at the mission until you guys are ready to leave, and then they will guide you back. Uh, one thing so I, I am a little worried about um, is that if Cynthia isn't here, I mean, no one's seen her in a long time, and she has gone to the other island before. Well, she came back, but I guess we'll find out in the morning. Almost immediately. They seem uh, to think they seem to have familiarity with her name too. So, are the huts we're being led to unlit? Uh, no, they have uh, candles in there, right. and the huts. Think of them um, uh, like yurts. I mean, it's all just a single room. Yeah, the huts are circular, um, so everything is under that one roof. So there's no you know, privacy or anything. Uh, the natives that guide you in there, the, the floors are, are like reed mats and everything. And, um, uh, there's like little small stools and small tables inside this uh, hut. And there are some candles that are lit in here. The, uh, the guides, uh, you know, the, the natives uh, bring you into these huts. They set your gear down and um and you know they show you you know um gourds that are filled with water and stuff and then so then they just kind of back out and and uh and uh, they're saying thank you but they're saying thank you thank you and then they back out and then they shut the uh the little reed door thank you probably eat us tomorrow but, uh... Well, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm completely exhausted. I'm going to wrap it's myself been a, up. It's been a long, hard day. Most of it, uh, half of it spent rowing and then half of it spent walking. So you guys have had a lot of calisthenics today. There are just mats on the floor. Just mats on the floor. They hoping, feel fantastic. Yeah. Although I was hoping that Cynthia would meet us at the, entrance to the mission with a large tub of some soothing ointment she might not even know we're here how would she know they were how would any of them know we were coming somebody must keep a walk well i mean they did the uh, uh didn't make noise in the board you know they made that sort of noise. yeah when they came in they were like announcing making noise Perhaps the people here might have a salve we can use tomorrow. It'd be great, but I am exhausted. I'm just going to go to bed. Arlo, how's your back doing? The, those wounds that look like those those serpents were hurting you from there. I am I, I am fine, Dicka, but I am fine. I feel we should just rest. You should. You don't need to worry too much, but I mean, they they hold you up into a tree, uh, Doctor Augustine. Uh, that's the, their strength and their speed is Doctor Long. 
we I, we just need rest but i am also concerned because i know where you're coming from what if they come back again what if they they could take cuthbert next who knows but, so we, we can't have them taking cuthbert i i think it was I the tree i think the tree was carnivorous the tree's not going to come to get us Dr. Salad. Well, Dr. Zeno, I, I don't. <laughs> Dr. Salad. I can hear you through the wall of my hut. Yeah. Well, uh, Zeno, the, we've only seen such things in the dreamlands. I don't know if they have a waking counterpart. I've never we've, heard of such things. We've seen thing. them in pulp novels, uh, carnivorous trees. And I mean, who knows what's out here? Yes, who knows? But maybe that's maybe that thing that grabbed you is the real version of the dream version of the witch tree that tried to but do that. If there were such carnivorous trees, I think one of the guides have mentioned it. Not if, if they didn't. They're native here. Because all of the guides that have met the, the carnivorous tree have been eaten. But I, mean, I, I would just simply be shocked if there's only one such tree. Mm. So would I. <laughs> we, we this is Africa. Well. It's the largest country next to Russia. We're, we're we're on an island. Zeno, <laughs> are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody check Zeno you know, for the a Things fever. can be on island. There are plants on this island that are also. Come on. <laughs> anyway, we we all should get to some sleep. I think Zeno's I'm losing more of his marbles. Yeah. All right, Zeno. If you're going to talk to them, going into their hut, you're keeping <laughs> me from rolling over and pretending that it's not itchy and hot. How are the animal sounds around here, Keeper? Uh, make a listen roll. Ha! Huh. Well, there's a waste of a 003. Um, so you do hear um, the type of night noises, you know, uh, insects and things and um, maybe uh, nocturnal, you know, birds of some sort that uh, uh, and maybe some maybe some screeching of like bats or something. But uh, so as you're kind of, you know, tuning your ear to to hear and, and get a sense of what the um, animal life is like, um, you hear something else. Uh, in the in the air, uh, and it's almost like there's a like a murmuring going on. Not water, voices. Mm. Hmm. But I don't make out intelligible words. Correct. It's uh, you you only pick up on it because it seems to have like a a cadence to it that uh, is clearly not uh, animal and not um, of. Uh, uh, of like a natural origin, like a brook or something like that, or trees, because the cadence is too rhythmic. So it might be more like a chant than a whispered conversation. That seems likely. Mm. Well, we'll ask Cynthia in the morning if we get to see Cynthia. I still haven't figured out how I'm going to explain who I am. True. Mr. Myron Dexter. All right. Uh, so uh, is everyone turning in? Yeah. 
but yeah. I have my knife ready in case. And I'll make sure that my uh, my little sidearm's on me. My, my sidearm's close. My rifle is close enough as well. I think my machete's somewhere in this All right. Uh, you guys turn in and uh, and you get a pretty good sleep. Everyone gets uh, some really good sleep. Um, and so in the morning, um, you know, the sunlight is kind of streaming in through the small windows of the huts and you hear activity and life outside. Oh, oh I could go for a nice yeah. cup of coffee or some tea. Some crane tea, Cuthbert. I think there's some left. Yes, that sounds good. Pour it in my in my thing here. I don't have a normal teacup. <laughs> a, a tin. You have your little tin cup and yes. your uh, uh, mess pack. All right, your mess kit. Uh, exactly. All right. So uh, does everyone come out of the? Yes. Uh, Yes. Stretch, breathe in the fresh air, take a look around. All right. Yeah. So you step outside the, uh, the hut and, uh, you know, these huts have, uh, narrow, uh, platforms, you know, like a deck that, uh, fully encircles the elevated hut. So you can walk all the way around it without touching the ground. Um, and so, you know, you come out and you're kind of looking around and you can see uh, people, you know, just kind of milling around. There's people just doing stuff. There's a there's like a, a campfire over there. And, um, you know, so they're just kind of getting that fire going for the day. Um, you can see uh, not too far away after that uh, is a is a several stretchers. Uh, and they seem to be uh, doing some tanning of, uh, of skins. So that's in that process. Um, there's, uh, you know, naked children running around kicking a, uh, a ball of, of leaves that are all, you know, densely packed together um, and tied together to make this ball. Um, and uh, just, uh, you know, people moving about. Uh, you can, you know, hear uh people you know who are also in huts and stuff moving around um yeah the the day seems to be uh to be starting life is is starting here in the uh in the mission and you sign so of and mabur are nearby as well and they're they're like uh getting uh uh hot drinks to to have as well and cynthia um you don't see anyone, um, Philip. Of course, you would recognize her on sight, but uh, for everyone else, there is not a uh, a white woman uh, amongst this group. So you can pretty much guess the only white woman would be Cynthia. Uh, Sikander. Yes. Good morning. Uh. Could you ask somebody uh, where Cynthia Baxter is? Oh yes, I I, I have already asked, and um, she is uh, 
she's not in the in the camp. Um, they expect her back. I they they say that she was on a mission uh, and doing doing missionary work, and uh, and she'll be back uh, uh, later on this afternoon. Oh, well, that's good news. Thank you. Mm. Andrew, do you think you could ask them if they're if they have any kind of salve, lotion, salve, no. something for these bites? Oh, oh yes, yes. I I forget uh, the there are many people who are not accustomed to the uh, life in the jungle. Um, yes, yes. Uh, I believe that there is a uh, a med kit uh, in the uh, in the mission. Uh, um, it is everything is open here feel please feel free you uh have access to to it um take what you need excellent thank you um, thanks you uh Sikander. i hope we find something um you know as i was uh, trying to fall asleep last night i i seemed to hear uh something like chanting in a low tone did you hear that sikander mm. no i'm sorry i was very exhausted uh my i fell asleep as soon as my head hit the floor to be fair i was so exhausted maybe i started dreaming before my head hit the floor uh, <laughs> but it didn't didn't seem like a particularly christian sort of sound it, i don't know well, lots of the others maybe my boy might have heard. Is is he around? Yeah, he's he's there uh, near Sikander, uh drinking a hot drink. Yeah, he's quiet. He might hear something before anyone else did. Would you mind asking him, Sikander, if he heard something like chanting? And uh, so Sikander does turn to him, speaks to him in uh, Hindi, and uh, and Mabur uh, just kind of uh, looks up from his cup, his steaming cup of tea, and uh, and looks at uh, Sikander, looks at you lot, and then back at Sikander, and he just simply shakes his head no. Hmm. Well, uh, let's get some tea or coffee in this and have a look around. Great. Oh, sorry, Sikander, which, which uh, structure is the mission building? Oh, this is the mission here, and it's the large one that has the uh, crucifix over the door. I see. So it's sort of the church is also an administrative space. Uh, he says, yes, that's where uh, Miss Baxter's office is. Very good. Thank you. And I'm going to fortify myself with a steaming beverage and go and start poking my nose around where it doesn't belong. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. I'd join you and maybe taking a look at the, the mission building while we await Cynthia. Uh, is the latrine a long, low building over a pit? Um, yes. Maybe behind yes. the miniature tannery so that all the gross stuff can be in the same area. Yeah, it's it's in that direction. Yeah, definitely. Mm. 
I'm going to head to wherever, where the, the, the lotion is. Okay. So you head for the mission. And I'm going yes. with him. Oh, with her. Okay. Yep. Into the church. The so-called church. The so-called church. Uh, inside, you, it is a very small, but it looks like a very um, well-appointed for as uh, out in the sticks and the boonies as this one is. Uh, it just has, uh, you know, two rows of pews. There's, there's, you know, only four pews per row uh, with a center aisle. There's a pulpit at one end and a, uh, a fairly large uh, handmade uh, wooden cross um, as a backdrop behind the pulpit. There's also a door uh, back over there and, uh, um, and stenciled. On the uh, door frame above it, it says office. Yep. Head right there. The cross is uh, vertical? Yes. Got And this building's also raised uh, from the ground of the jungle? Yes. Yep. Uh, so you guys are seeking out the uh, med kit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you go back into the office, and it's a it's a fairly small little office uh, with a small desk and uh, one chair. So there's no no chairs for like visitors to sit in or anything. Um, there's uh, one tiny file cabinet. There's also um, a uh, a small side table, and on that side table is uh, a, a military metal. Uh, box and stenciled on that, uh, you know, OD green uh, metal box. It says uh, med kit on that box. I hope she's got something more specific than calamine, but I'll take what I can get. Okay. Uh, inside it is basically uh, calamine, uh, but, you know, in 1920s, um, this is uh, uh you know, compounded with uh, all kinds of stuff that probably would uh, uh, not be uh, allowed in modern times. So it's quite potent. It's quite effective. Uh, so I just need someone uh, with a first aid to uh, to administer. Uh, so a single role will do to uh, do the entire team. Boom, bingo, solid success. All right, took that skill and you have applied uh, the itchy calamine uh, relieving lotion to everyone who wants it. And if you had a uh, penalty die for your con rolls, that has been relieved. Yay. I feel so much better, Cuthbert. Thank you. Oh, yes. This looks like some pretty potent ointment for this. It's remarkable what we take for granted in civilization. I'm curious. Uh, up at the pulpit, um is there uh is there a bible open with maybe bookmarks or notes or maybe any writing notes jotted down that i could yeah. sort of look through so you want to leave the office and go back to the pulpit yeah i'm very curious about that okay. what what's being preached here uh yeah so uh you kind of start you know leafing through and and it's a 
King James Bible. Uh, it uh, you know has little annotations and 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 things that are uh, you know like boxed. You know, there's no highlighter, but you know someone's boxed it in pencil and and that yeah, you're seeing all the 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 typical um, uh, sermons that you would expect. Uh, you see that uh, Cynthia seems to be uh, kind of, you know, running the numbers and, and doing, doing what needs to be uh, done from a, from a preaching standpoint, you know, it looks pretty, pretty standard. Well, her uncle is a preacher, so he's a priest. Okay. All right. So, so straight up. Okay. All right. Is you the know, file cabinet locked? Uh, well, of course not. All right, I'm going to start nosing around in there then. Top drawer first. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a uh, spot hidden. Mm -hmm. Wow, I made that by one point. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, file cabinet has got a bunch of manila folders and things in it. And, and you can see it's really, uh, it's a lot of church records, you know, so... Uh, she seems to be trying to uh, have a census of the of the natives who are uh, converting to Christianity and choosing to live in the uh, in the mission village that she's setting up. Uh, but as you're kind of going through this and you're finding you know other you know kind of church records, um, and you're moving some of the folders you know in this drawer, uh, they seem to be you know almost having like a like they're tripping. You know the folders are tripping or something, As and if so there's something underneath them in the yeah, drawer. Yeah, so you kind of push them out of the way, and and there is there's like a book uh, laying under these uh, folders in there, and uh, and it looks like it's a journal. What I was hoping for. She takes after the old man. Unanticipated benefit of being the parent of one of the NPCs. I can look through their stuff without uh, any real feeling, compunction. Yeah, without feeling bad about it. September 3, 1926. The most extraordinary event has taken place. I visited the island across the strait. For so long, I've wanted to reach the people living there and teach them all my college-trained wisdom. Now I am the pupil. They taught me new things and helped me remember old things events that took place in my childhood, but had been all but forgotten and the delusions I have suffered these past years. The truth will soon be known to all. A new sun shall appear in the sky. Several years earlier, October 11th, 1917, we had a visitor, a strange little man named Silas Patterson, who claimed to be an acquaintance of Uncle Julian. He's an anthropologist, and he stayed here at the mission for several days, studying the Ange, but it was clear he was more interested in my friends across the strait. He wanted to borrow a canoe to visit them, but decided against it when we told him how vicious the island people are when aroused. I suppose he's harmless enough, but I feel better now that he's gone. <sighs> that date might be wrong. It might be off by 10 years. I think that 17 should probably be a 27. That makes more sense if they're friends across the strait. Yeah. Um, October October of 27 would put that journal entry into the future. 
Oh, well, then it must be correct. Maybe the other one should have said 16 instead of 26. So that's the one that's probably uh, mistyped. And uh, you found this one as well. November 12th, 1927. Nope, 17. Today oh, we are back in time now. All right. Today I visited the island people, learned about Yog Sothoth. Very short entry there. Um, so the, uh, the three entries should be uh, September 3 of 1916, not 26, and then October of 17 and November of 17. That's the, the date order. Um, does the name Yog Soth ring any bells? Um, oh, it probably you, will for me. Might for me too. Given that I have 30 points of mythos at this point. You may attempt a mythos roll. See if it uh, does ring any bells. 29, one point. Nope. I made it by one. Oh, actually I made it by nine. I've got 38, not 30. Anyway, yes. Kind of disturbing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure that Philip Baxter was always that crazy about his daughter following in his brother's footsteps, but I think this is a distinct turn for the worse. Uh, I wonder if she really is off doing mission things, which is off cavorting with her sharp-toothed friends across the strait. That's gonna. That's, I, hmm. um, anybody Sir? still in the office to discuss this matter? Yeah, I'm. I'm in there. Is there is there anything on like the desk, like a calendar? Is there anything like like that in here? No, no calendar, uh, no blotter. Um, it uh, it's just kind of cluttered with uh, you know office supply kind of stuff, pencils and uh, some paper and um, you know there's uh, spare candles and things in here, but. That's Are there the, any hymnals or like study Bibles or things laying about? Uh, give me a spot hidden. You know what? With a 90, uh, very cluttered, very, very cluttered. Very, very cluttered. Do Dr. Long, take your thumbs out of your eyes. Oh, oh that might help. Um, Doctor, you look. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please. You you look disturbed. Something something wrong. If uh, if we came here to um, get some help from Cynthia regarding Nemesis, the fact that she's excited to learn that there's a new sun about to appear in the sky doesn't sound good to me. What is Yog Sothoth? What is that? Uh, in the arcane beliefs that have been alluded to in some of the books we've come across, it is a creature or deity that is the gate or the way, a connector between different spheres. Mm. It's do these, not in, do these indigenous people have anything to do with this or is... 
it's the it's it would appear to be the chocho across the strait yes that she uh mm. willingly went with um yeah i think cynthia's into some troubling things maybe that'll make it easier for her to understand that i'm actually her dead father reincarnated in the body of a banker upside there the, the, the dream worlds and the, yeah Uh, anyway, I hope she gets back soon. Um, yeah. Maybe she can. Maybe she'll be more helpful because of things she's learned. But I think she's, we should take her with us when we leave this place. Certainly she might know something about Nemesis if she's... She might, but she seems her. excited about it. So you, so you, obviously, you know your daughter. Did these writings from her, did they seem... Like the writings of a madwoman, crazed, or did they seem her normal tone? Uh, I can roll psychology if you like, John. It seems like they seemed quite level-headed, though, from just looking at them. Yeah, they seem pretty level-headed, but you can go ahead and roll. I mean, she's excited about her new son, which that's a success, 45 for 56. She seems fairly i mean despite what's written she seemed clear of mind in her journal entry yeah cogent but again i mean i didn't love that she was a catholic i don't love that she's whatever she is now even more or well maybe she's just christianizing it in her mind the religion of these other people is that what they're doing here though dr saladin well i mean it looks like a christian mission does, does anything to me and my knowledge of religions and so forth look out of place in the church? Give me a cult roll. Uh, that's a 30 out of 68, so hard. Everything in the uh, church looks um, pretty normal. Yeah. Um, but uh, with that role with that hard success um it you are kind of look walking around you know i'm i'm the building's so small you can kind of you know flow from office to the to the uh sanctuary and back right pretty easily right um and so um as you're making this assessment that you just did um yes the church looks standard it looks like what you would expect but now as you're kind of like really trying to turn an eye to this it also looks as if the church itself probably hasn't uh, uh been in use for a while it doesn't look like there's been people in here recently there's layers of dust and stuff you know there's layers of dust perhaps this started as a mission and then well, the missionaries themselves became ingrained in the local culture rather than converting. Philip, you're you're Catholic, yes? Or you were Catholic, or your family was Catholic? Family is Catholic. I've never been much of a God-botherer myself. I don't imagine that there's much use for a church unless you've got a priest. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's no way we could offer communion under these circumstances right. uh, in, in terms of the church's teachings. but. That doesn't prevent indoctrination. 
no, I'm just thinking that if she's busy, if she's out busy ministering to these maidens, she just might not ever use the church. This this building is where all this Christian material is. Yeah, well, it's just sitting here. It's all dusty. Right, and so what she's out there ministering, I, based on her journal entries, I would hazard a guess that it's not Christian anymore. Although she might also not be sharing her new knowledge with the natives willy-nilly. She could be going around and telling straightforward Jesus stories to the common folk if she's just not always running back to see their the dubious well i'm just i wonder if there's any more materials over at the school is the school separate from the church Um, it is separate okay um i'm just saying that it's not that easy for a person to convert usually they've been in like you say indoctrinated they think that every they see everything from their in this case, Catholic point of view, she might be curious about this Yog Sothoth character, but she might not. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't. I know used to be a more a more skeptical man myself, Zeno, until recent events. Uh, who knows what she experienced over with the with the Chocho? And it's it's you say it's as a as a thought. That's it sounds familiar with uh, something I was reading and studying about in that uh, the book of Ivan. There's some sort of uh, contact as a thought or contact sothaqua or something like that. Do you think that might be have any correlation with this? Oh, I don't know why all these gods' names are so unpronounceable. They sound similar, but not exactly the same. It's a lot of thoughtiness, but Sothagua. Well, what was the one in the Dreamlands? Yipsithil? Yeah. Not pronounced by human tongues. Look, whatever the hell they are, I don't think contacting them is something I'm interested in. Yeah, staying here. Very much agree. What, what if if she has converted to some sort of religious cult amongst these natives? Who's to say that she's not going to be incredibly hostile towards us? Well, we don't. You know, it's not as though we've come here to. Um, well, actually, I probably have. Um, I don't think she'll be incredibly hostile. I think she might be excited to share her new wisdom. That's sort of the tone in the journal, maybe. I'm afraid that if she tells these natives to kill us, they'll do it. What if well, we don't have to? We don't have to be confrontational with her. We could be more or less just checking up on her. Be, 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 be before, yes, uh, and before we speculate too much more about the levels of indoctrination among the natives, I do believe that paying a visit to the school that's might right. be enlightening. Let's go over there. Nice. They're teaching. Okay. So you guys uh, head out and uh, go across to the other building. It's right there. It's actually close enough. You can just kind of hop over the gap and go from uh, one platform to the other um, and uh, and go check out the school. And then I'll want to look for Cynthia's hut. I assume she has a solo hut, her own quarters, because her personal 
belongings weren't in the office except they were internal. not oh and i guess i'm going to be fairly mindful about replacing the journal under the files so that it looks undisturbed okay no reason to start off with her under the impression that we are violating her privacy is everyone going to the school yeah i think uh, so yes as long as there's no other room or door inside the uh the mission here it's just the main big area with the with the uh uh, the pulpit and the pews and then her office and then that's it or was there like another room uh, no other room uh, her office I guess I should have stated it, her office did have another door so like a like a back door you know so you could go from outside to her office without going through the sanctuary um, um, so you guys can go out either door and then kind of you know hop across to the other uh, platform with the uh, school. Okay. That's that I should do. Okay. Have we seen any of the natives wearing any religious iconography? I mean, I know they don't wear much anyway, but any crucifixes or anything like that? Um, give me a spot hidden roll. This will be kind of like a retroactive memory kind of sure. thing. Okay. You're, you're searching your memory. Yes, or anything like tattoos. Um, they have obvious tattoos, but they all look like, you know, nonsensical tribal, you know, mm -hmm. tattoos, tribal markings. Uh, and you were successful in your, yes, in your regular role. success. Um, you did not, re you do not recall seeing any of the people. And granted, you've only met a, you know, a small subset. There. Uh, but none of the people, um, the women or the children that you met are wearing religious jewelry of any sort. No crosses. Strange. No crosses. So they're not converted wonder, to Catholicism. I, I wonder if we were to ask any of them if they could recite the Lord's Prayer, if they could, you know, get get a feel of, of what, I, if, if there is truly an education going on here. Sorry, Dr. Long, go ahead. Do you, do you I don't recall seeing a, any crucifixes in our huts. Mm-mm. I'm not sure does, they're converted to Catholicism then. It does uh, like there's much of an effort being made. Does uh, Sikander or uh, Mabore, do, do either of them uh, wear crosses or seem religious at all? I mean, they do seem religious, uh, but they, they're Hindi. So oh, they're yeah, Hindus. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. Hmm. Yeah. All right, so everyone everyone goes to the school. school. <laughs> All right. Uh so the school, uh similar to the uh to the mission, has a couple of doors, a front door and a back door, if you will, um, for a for a round building, right? Um, but uh yeah, inside, uh similar to the other yurts, um it's a, a single room under a under a single roof kind of setup, and um, there aren't uh, uh, desks per se. There's a a bunch of mats on the floor, and each mat has a small like a little um, reed basket that kind of sits in the corner of the mat. And at one on one side of the uh, of the hut is a is a green chalkboard. 
with some uh, sticks of chalk. And it looks like there's uh, been some arithmetic and some uh, English uh, lettering uh, on that chalkboard that's uh, different layers of it. You know, it's been written and erased, but it doesn't come completely off. And then, you know, written again and erased again. Is the school uh, dusty like the church? Uh, you can give me a spot hidden. Anybody who's interested. <laughs> No, I got a 96, so apparently I can't see my finger. Uh, Cornelius, um, so you are looking around, and um, it's hard to tell um, if, uh, uh, I mean, the place is a little dirty, uh, but it's hard to tell when uh, people have been in here. Although um, you open up one of the uh, small uh, baskets, which is clearly, you know, for children to keep, you know, some school supplies in it's, you know, each mat on the floor has a small basket with a, with a, you know, a grass lid and everything. And, uh, and inside, uh, one of those is, uh, is that totem. Oh, similar, incredibly similar to the one that was, uh, staked out on the ground of your, uh, of your campsite when you were, traveling here so uh whoever's close to me i uh lift this open and uh well 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 look what we have here so Kendra said that was a warning didn't he yeah uh, he that's did. what he said I, that's not a uh, something i'd expect them to be making in arts and crafts but it's a little worrisome I go over to a couple other baskets and lift them up. Not in everyone, but you do see you find uh, several. You find several of these uh, small, you know, uh, child-sized, child-made uh, totems. What are they? What are they made out of? Now that we actually have one that wasn't kicked immediately into the river. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's you know, native grasses and, uh, and it's been, uh, some kind of white, uh, paste has been applied to, you know, the head of the, uh, totem. So it's got, you know, it's pure white, but, uh, the grasses are just natural colored for everything else. And it's been tied together with twine and, um, yeah, it's a, you know, a little firm, little strange cross like totem. And the filaments on the top is uh, is just like torn shreds of grass, so it, it almost has like a headdress kind of effect. Is hmm. anybody? Is there anybody here who dresses in a similar manner? Are there people with like headdresses styled like these effigies, or no? Not that you've seen. I wonder what the children would tell us this was if we were to ask them. Everyone the, give me everyone give me a listen roll, please. What would the adults tell us? Just ask one. 93. 36. Uh those who have successful listen rolls, you begin to hear something that sounds like a ruckus going on outside. What is going on out there? 
something going on outside. I will, I will run out and look, see what it is. Yeah, I will. Also. You, you, you run completely out of the, uh, of the school. Yeah. Okay. Do you, yeah. uh, do you just hop down from the platform or just kind of step out? Well, I just want to step out and see if I can spot what's going on. Okay. Yeah, so you you kind of come bursting out the uh, door of the uh, school, and you're standing up on the platform. And over by the uh, uh, by the the campfire and the tannery and all that stuff that's going on, um, you can see uh, a throng of people, the natives who are you know it looks like the people who greeted you here. You know, I mean, it looks like it's the citizens of this uh, small village uh if you will um and uh and they are all of these people are basically converging and 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 violently grabbing at uh Sikander and mabur and uh you can see a new person uh kind of in the background who seems to be like directing the mob and it is a woman a white woman. Um, she's uh, um, heavy set, uh, but she seems she's got a pith helmet on, and uh, and she seems to you know hands on hips and and feet shoulder width apart. She seems to be in this you know commanding kind of of uh, of mode, um, and is like you know shouting and in. In a language native for the uh, Ogangi or the Angi, the Angi people here. So she's speaking in Angi, and uh, and so as she's doing that, you can see that the woman her her vision raises, and she 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 looks right at you, Doctor Long, and uh, and she just puts a hand out and she just shouts out, you know, and and you can see all these, you know. People they they are looking at the school now and and they start they start running towards the school. I hate uh, being right. <laughs> hey Cornelius, you want to? <laughs> you got that sidearm on you? What? What? Oh, you're outside. What's going oh, on? God. Cynthia's back. She's having the villagers attack uh, oh. our guides, and they're coming right at us. So I'm going to go back inside and shut the door and try oh, to move a God. desk in front of it. <laughs> hey, I have, I have a rifle on my back. I didn't leave it. I wasn't leaving it lying around. Down. Well, uh, we have to. These, you said they are attacking uh, our guides. Yes, they have them. Think they're about to attack us. They know they're coming. They're coming at us right now. <laughs> so the school building has windows, right? There be no other light source, right? So all I'll of go... these little village, you know, little small windows. There's no glass. It's just a hole, right? Um, so there's a few small holes around. And there's the two doors, one at the front and one at the back. Right. I, I'll go to the, the to the door, and without making myself a complete target, um, I will uh, I will take two shots into the air and yell out, "Let the two of those guides go now!" All right. So you fire twice into the air. Yeah. The uh, the the report from the gun is deafening, 
and startling. Uh, and so all these uh, these uh, natives, they they like hit the brakes and slide to a stop. And you can see they crouch low and they're starting to back up. But uh, uh, as you are uh, out there and you, you know, fire the gun and you, you say your piece, um, you can see uh, that Sikander and Mabur are uh, both being something must have happened to them because they're not struggling. Uh, they're also not standing. Um, and both men are being drugged away out oh. of the village uh, by groups of people, and they're disappearing into the foliage. Cynthia, stop this at once! Those are our friends. We've came in peace. Please do not harm them. I'm going out the back door and heading towards the jungle. Okay. Um, yeah, so you open up the back door, and the, the jungle edge is not that far away. And you're able to just, I mean, it's not a giant leap. You're able to jump down and run over there relatively unseen. I'm trying I to keep, consciously keep the building between <laughs> me and them. So. I, am, I am not well armed. I got a machete, so I'm following Zeno. Okay. So Zeno and, and Frederick have... Uh, I believe uh, Edith, too. And Edith? Um, well, actually, I was. They, these huts are all connected, right? Could I run out the back and go to our hut because i'm sure they're all a little distracted get my gun they're if not, not connected the they're not connected okay. they're close um uh, so the school and the mission because they're like sister buildings they were right. built so close that you could just jump across okay. but all the other ones they're they're a distance you'd have to like get down go to the other one go back up then i will follow suit and go for the jungle okay so half of you have uh bailed out the back what did the other half of you want to do? I've got my rifle probably peering out of one of the little holes, maybe just. Okay. Yeah, I, You're I setting up a firing position, Cornelius. Yeah, I, I don't want to fight them. I, I just want to save our, our companions, but it seems like I was way too late on that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arla, we, we should not, we should not engage this fight. Don't worry, I'm I'm not planning on I'm just here I'm just setting up just in case. If we want to bail, we can bail, but Dr. Baxter, no do you reason. have anything? Did Cynthia respond to my shout? Uh no response. Cynthia, we need to talk to you. What have you gone mad? We've come all the way from Providence. We have news from the family, and uh, we need to talk. And she's shouting more orders in Ogangi, or in Ungi. Uh, are they, uh, are her forces rallying after the dispersal at her command? Uh, yeah, they seem to be pulling back, and then they're kind of starting to, you can see through the window, they're starting to split into two groups. This, this is terrible. They, they just killed our our guides, our means out of here. This is horrendous. What 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 should we do? I don't want to just fire 
Baxter. No, I, I was. Baxter. Yeah. Cynthia Silas Patterson murdered your father. Uh, you do get a response, and there's laughter. Hers? Yes, Cynthia is laughing. Oh dear. Well, that's not good. Baxter. This does not seem good. Um, the longer we stay here, the Oh, oh, that's a countdown. Um, okay, yeah, we need to uh, exit. Okay, let's retire. Let's backtrack to the canoes. Okay. Run away. And, and I'll be key. I'll I'll be behind with my rifle because I have a bit more range than the others. Okay. All right. So you guys are running out the front door, running out the back door. What are you doing? I'll follow in the direction that Zeno, Edith, and Doctor Long left uh, as long as uh, as uh, dr baxter is also going to be going i'm not going to leave him in a state of shock all right I, so i'll stay with well i'll try to get baxter in front of me as long as he's willing to go baxter so. what's going on she's still my daughter she's confused and those idiots aren't going to get five feet in the jungle before they meet one of those spiders with the yellow bands I'm going out the front door, raising my hands and saying, we're here to talk. No need for violence. Okay. Cornelius and Arlo, what do you guys want to do with Philip going out the front door? <laughs> Sorry, that was really fine. <laughs> um. Quickly, well. quickly. Uh, what is Arlo and Cornelius doing with Philip going out the front door? Fuck. I'm I'm gonna stay in there with my uh, I'm gonna stay in there with my rifle out and keep an eye on him. If it seems like he's gonna get somewhere, I may go out and with my rifle over my head and surrender. But I don't want to do that. Surrender? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna come. I I am just gonna keep an eye. Okay, so I'll stay by your side. Arlo. Okay, and, so you guys um, are staying inside the hut. Yeah, yep. but keeping Doctor uh, Baxter in uh, in sight. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right, uh, Baxter, you head outside, and uh, those who are in the jungle, you guys have kind of gotten a pretty good distance, but you're at a position where you can kind of you've got just the right clearance of foliage where you have visibility to this but you are deep enough in that no one sees you. So those who are in the forest are, are okay. Uh, Baxter, you head out there, hands raised, and, um, and then Cynthia, you know, she just kind of, you know, does a noise where she goes, whoosh, whoosh, and two of the people run up, and they're, they're approaching the, the platformed, uh, building, but they come up to a certain point, and then the two of them both raise uh, blowguns, and and they 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 blow, and you feel yourself getting pinpricked. Uh, give me a con roll, please. You're looking you know for a hard success. Karen, uh, guess what my lowest characteristic is? <laughs> no, I rolled an eighty-two for forty-five. Okay. Cornelius, 
you were keeping your eye on uh, Dr. Baxter and you see, I mean, you hear these darts and, and you see them kind of like land in his arm. Right. And uh, cause he had his arms up and you can see uh, Baxter. He just kind of starts getting woozy. He goes to his knees. Um, he unconsciously kind of, you know, brushes his arm and knocks the, the darts out. And then, and then he just kind of, and then, he, he collapses to the floor of the deck outside of this uh, uh, hut. Oh, my God. We can't tell if he's dead or just knocked unconscious. This is... Yeah, if we Cornelius, you may give me a first aid roll. Okay. Boom. It's a... It's a standard success. You see signs of breathing. Okay, so, so you recognize signs of breathing in in uh, Doctor Baxter. Okay, so it's either slow death, or or uh, just tranquilized. I mean, we. I don't think we can win this fight, Arlo. I I I wanted to stop the killing of our two guides out here, but. Uh, <laughs> Arlo, you've got the rifle. Do you think you can take her out? <laughs> well, that is my only option, right? And then if it fails, we've run into the. We've run. We can run into the. Right, yeah, on. I will take. Hold shot on. If I have a shot. I need uh, each of you to make a listen roll, please. <laughs> nice. All right. A regular success. Oh. Okay. Cornelius, your attention is on Dr. Baxter. Okay. Arlo, you're thinking about taking the shot and shooting uh, 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 Cynthia. As you're thinking about that, your ears prick up as you hear the back door open and you turn and look and there are three natives with blowguns. What is your dexterity? You have a readied weapon, but they also have a readied weapon. So what is your dexterity? Uh, 50 is my dexterity. Only I had made that roll. <laughs> if only you had made that roll. Uh, okay. Um, I get to go first. Um, let me double check something. I don't want to shoot innocent. I don't want to shoot these people. <laughs> Actually, I can't. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that out loud. That's out of character. Just shoot that thing. We're doomed. Oh, hail. Uh, okay. Um, so two darts uh, hit you, Dr. Augustine, and apparently one of them is in the throat <gasps> um, <gasps> with my extreme success. I need you to uh, make a con roll. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to say that you need an extreme success because of that dart that went right into the jugular and it is uh, injecting poison directly into your brain. No. Do I hear this gasping? Oh, seven. Okay. All right. So uh, you have an action before you pass out because this is still going to affect you. Yeah, but you get an action. What do you want to do? I I guess I'm just going to have to shoot one of them to give Cuff a chance to run, I guess. 
All right. Let's Fire. See. Okay. And that's an 18. Uh, that's, that's a hard success. Okay. I don't know which one I'm shooting at, but you know. Does, I don't think one? it matters. All right. So you shoot one of these natives and it, with a hard success, I mean, you get him like right in the head. And so his, his, his skull just pops and um yep so that happens cornelius you're gonna have to turn but unfortunately they're gonna they're gonna blow gun you first uh arlo you shoot and then and then just a curtain of darkness uh descends over your eyes what do my tentacles do (laughs) because i'm in danger right now oh i totally (laughs) forgot about that wait he has tentacles (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think he said something else um uh yes i i think uh the tentacles uh probably just explode outward uh as like a as like a knee-jerk reaction uh but we'll handle that in a sec okay um uh, uh cornelius as you turn after after the gun goes off right next to you um two darts come by one skims right past you but one does strike so i need a hard success on your con roll bingo Ooh, 18 18 on my con of 60 so that is a hard Solid. okay you will get an action uh but you will still be knocked unconscious you can have an action all right well i i don't know that so i feel like i'm still going so i'm just gonna take them down uh, and thinking in my head that I still can keep going and fight. So I'll, I'll. What's your rate of fire? Um, it's a, a semi-automatic. Uh, semi-automatic. Uh, Browning M1920. You have one three. You can shoot three shots. So do you want to do three shots? Uh, no, because the third one's going to be such a terrible chance to hit. I'll just... Because yeah, it's 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 the next one's going to be a penalty die, right? Just keep stacking that. So right. I'll just do two. All right, so do first, two. Ooh, perfect. First is a hard. Okay. And now I have to roll twice. Oh yeah, miss. So I I land a hard round into the first guy. All right, and that that guy's you know again hard success. You get him in the head, uh, so his head pops and the curtain of darkness falls upon you. Uh, all right. So uh, Dr. Saladin, Ms. Thomas, Dr. Long, from the safety of the jungle, uh, you guys uh, hear the gunfire. You can see pops of light uh, from those little windows that are in the, in the huts. Uh, but then things go silent. And from your view where you're able to like see the front platform, you can see that a lot of the natives come up um, and, uh, and start um, handling bodily handling uh, Dr. Baxter. uh, And then you can see uh, Cornelius and Arlo also carried out of the uh, school and standing on the platform. She's ascended the little ladder and has gotten up onto the platform. Um, you see the woman who must be 
Cynthia Baxter. And, uh, and so she's standing on that platform and you can see her, she's got a hand up and she's just trying to look and scan into the jungle. Clearly she's not seeing you because, you know, she's, her vision is panning for her, from her perspective, from her left to, to her right. And, um, you know, you're in that pan, but at no point did she ever like stop and like try and, and, you know, is there a detail in here? You know, so she just panned right past you. And, uh, and then she's like, and then she returns her attention to uh, the natives who are around her and the prisoners that they have uh, accumulated. And you can see they begin a, a procession and they're taking them um, off and they're heading west. They're heading west from your, from your location. Uh, only our only thing that we can do is we have to catch that woman and threaten her life to, to give our friends up. Otherwise we're dead because we can't survive in the jungle. We certainly can't make it back. We have to capture her and hold her hostage. Gun, so we have to follow in, along quietly in the jungle. My gun's in the tent. I think maybe I can go grab it. If, are, are either if, of you armed? I've got a knife. Does it look like there's any natives around or like they've all no left? following? The whole village seems okay. to be like processioning with Cynthia as they're heading west. Yeah, you can make it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab my gun. Okay. Yeah, you're able to. You're you're sneaking in. You're like going from from you know hut to hut as you're making your way through, and yeah, there's nobody here. There's nobody here, and you're able to to go inside. And there's your there's your gear. There's your pack of stuff. There's everybody's you know stuff. You know, in this hut had had all these guys, and in the other hut had all those other guys. Right. And I, I'm like looking at Dr. Baxter's pack. And did he have a map of some kind? Oh, I, I'm going to look through it real quick. I don't know that there is a map. Did, did they take, did they take the guns? If I check the school again. Oh, uh, so you go to, and see, yeah, no, um, actually you're right. Cornelius's and Arlo's uh, weapons are just laying on the floor. Yes, take those, um, and um, the the dead natives that are in there. Are there blowguns still there? Uh, the blowguns have been taken. Okay. Uh, the dead natives have also been taken. Oh. So they policed up those bodies. All right. Well, taking the rifle and the pistol. Um, Spare ammunition in our stuff, I would assume. It's time to go after our friends. All right, so now we're all armed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Long's got two weapons. He's got a rifle and a pistol. So, um, I guess... Uh, I am better Frederick... with the rifle than I am with the pistol. Give me the okay. pistol, then. All right. There you go. And Edith has her own weapon. Yes, I'm not bad. I'm not a bad shot with a pistol, but this is very 
this is very upsetting. I, I, I was considering just advising that we just leave, but... Where do we go? Follow them? I get, try yeah, to follow I mean, them? We have to follow them, yeah. Shouldn't it be too hard to follow? I mean, there are a lot of people going in the same direction, so... We have to somehow sneak up, get around behind them, and then jump that woman. Wonder, I wonder if they have any blow darts in their homes in their huts, or anything maybe. like that. Yes, in their huts. Okay. You guys want to do some searching of the village? Quickly. I yeah. don't want to lose them. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, if you want to search quickly, then I'll have you do a spot hidden with a penalty die. If you want to spend a reasonable amount of time to cover uh, the the huts and try and find stuff. It'll be a standard uh, spot hidden, no penalty. And if you want to spend a long time, you can have a bonus die. I did the first one. I got an 18, then I got a 17. So both of them are successful. Okay, so y'all are spending only a short Ooh, period of time. Yes, pass. Both of them pass, but yes, it quickly. All right. Yep, I, I pass as well. Wow, you guys are awesome. You find a box labeled blowguns. <laughs> and uh, and there they are, right? I mean, with those kind of rolls, that's what you get, right? <laughs> so yes, you have each found um, a small collection of blowguns, and uh, and there is a, a basket with uh, darts, and you can see there's another small, uh, you know, it looks like it's made of uh, it's it looks like a small jar, but made of like banana leaves and stuff, and inside is a is a white paste in there and you can tell just from the from the the scratches in the paste uh it looks like people have taken these uh these darts and drug the needle through the paste if we can't figure out these blow darts we can at least uh if somebody gets too close let's it's punch them with the dart curari if what we can do is if we see the natives, we can pick off the ones in the back with the flow guns. They might just drop and then nobody notices because they're all marching forward. I don't know. Well, we'll take take three blow guns, darts, <clears throat> poison with us, and I guess. Guns and a knife. We work cool. <laughs> Super well equipped. I like it. All right. Um, it is easy to follow this uh, large crowd, um, and it's not like they're—it's not like they're cutting a swath through the jungle. Um, there's a path that they have uh, gotten onto, and it heads west. Uh, they have kind of a lead on you plus they know the terrain and and they know where they are going better than you guys do um and so as you guys are following this path um you eventually hear um the sound of surf like a beach is nearby and as you kind of are coming over a crest uh you see up ahead a uh a beach line and there on the beach are uh, some outrigger canoes some really nice looking outrigger 
uh, canoes. And you can see that uh, as you get there, as you get to this crest, um, that um, the unconscious bodies of, of your friends, uh, Dr. Baxter, Mr. Cuthbert, and Dr. Augustine, as well as the unconscious bodies of uh, Sikander and Mabur, have been loaded into, um, uh, amongst them, they've been loaded into two different outriggers, and uh, those outriggers are being uh, pushed into the surf now. Uh, one of them has uh, Cynthia on board as well. But there's a bunch of natives who are not in in the outriggers. They're just like, you know, teams of people are are you know grabbing hands onto the boats and and are running them into the uh, into the surf. You know, so there's a large portion of this group that's going to stay behind, and only some of them are going into these outriggers. And you can see, um, you know, it doesn't look too too far away, but it looks like it'd be a an exhausting swim, you can see a dark green outline uh, near the horizon. Because swim the water is probably full of sharks, and right, I can't <laughs> swim that well. Neither, neither, neither can I. But I say we go back and burn their fucking village to the ground. And it's just different. But how? What are we them. going to do? I don't. We have to, we, we, I mean, the only thing I can think of is to go back to Port Blair and get help. You can try, but probably die in the jungle. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late for them. What if they kill them? It might already be too late. I mean, we have our canoes, right? But God, it's probably going to take us forever to go back and get them. I don't even know if we can find our canoes. That was a while back there. We needed guides. I mean, there was a path. We have to follow the path back and just let the river carry us all the way down. We were going upstream. Just jump in the water. I don't. I mean, it took you several days to get to this point. You know, the river, it the mouth of that river that you're on is at Port Blair. So you, I mean, that's a that's a way you could ride the river all the way down to Port Blair, and then come back up. You know, or just port the canoes across the path and then you know if that that's a thing that's an idea well i, I don't see any, get, any way for us to get to one of those canoes down there are they taking all the canoes um uh you can give me a spot hidden um that's yeah i barely passed okay um where you're looking all the canoes went but as you are scanning up and further back up and down the uh, beach um you know not too far away off to your left pulled up really close to the tree line you see another uh, outrigger over there so well, we have the like commandeering of <laughs> the thing is is that our our chances don't get any better if we go to that island, how are we going to rescue our friends? I just, I'm scared that, I'm scared if we go all the way back to Port Blair, it's going to be too late. Oh, it'll be too late. They'll be dead. 
but I don't see how we are, can are, save are, are them. Are you saying that we abandon them to their fate? I mean, I don't know that I don't want to abandon them. No, but what can we do? We're not an army. They've got a hundred people down there. Maybe if we wait until they leave, just hide in the clearing and then what take the they, canoe and go. What if they never, we go there, go to the island. Look, we there, have there's, a tribe there's, of there's cannibals on the, that the, island. Yes, the Chocho are over there, and who knows what they're capable of. And they're they're we don't think these people were cannibals, but those people are definitely cannibals. Well, if it were me in one of those canoes, I would really hope that you all would come for me. Jesus. Would you want us all to die in the process? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I don't think that we'll make it. Well, I'm going, Zeno. Are you just going because this is a story? No. <laughs> How existential. <laughs> I'm going because it's the right thing to do, and I would hope you would do the same if I were in that position, damn it. But, but Edith, if, if we all die, who the hell is going to stop Nemesis? That's not my problem if I'm dead, Dr. Long. Now, is it? I'll be the dead. Di- the whole world might die. If only there were somebody up in the sky controlling everything. <laughs> the, I guess only the chance, answers seem obvious to me. Our only chance then is to, if, if, if we do try to rescue them, we have to catch that woman and hold her hostage, and then somehow hold her hostage all the way back to Fort Blair. Do you think that's possible? They're what? not just going to give us the, the people. Are, are either one of you trained in any kind of medicine? If we looked at this paste, is there any way we could discern if it were lethal, just a sedative? I don't, I don't know medicine. I'm not I, I, I am not trained in medicine. No, and it's probably something that's lethal in a large dose. It's lethal to an animal, a monkey. If someone has uh, medicine or science chemistry, I would allow that. Nope. I have a one. Or a science Are you going to do scientific tests on it? I have science <laughs> physics. So do I. <laughs> doesn't help. <laughs> I'm having okay. a hard time. How, how having a hard time uh, justifying physics. Astronomy. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm an astrophysicist. Damn it! I don't want to go be a jungle commando and save these people. Oh. I don't. I think we're. Uh, so for uh, Miss Thomas, I'm going to uh, invoke a little uh, GM fiat in this. And uh, I, uh, for your conviction in wanting to uh, pursue and, and save uh, your companions, I award you a moxie point. Okay. Oh, thank you. So with this moxie, so just, just mark that you have a moxie point. Okay. With this moxie, you may cash that in at any time for an extreme success of your right. choosing. Okay. okay. Both for escaping everybody with our lives. <laughs> 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 uh, 
what are the natives doing? Are they, does it look like they're kind of starting to disperse? So it sounded like I heard, uh, I heard you say that you were going to, you know, get off the path and kind of hide in the jungle. And sure enough, the, the, the outriggers take off and, uh, and they're, you know, rowing for the horizon for that green stripe out there. And the, the natives who stayed behind, uh, you know, murmuring amongst themselves, you know, they're probably high-fiving and whatnot, uh, you know, as natives do. Uh, they turn around and they start working their way back on the path, heading back towards their, towards their village, towards their home. And in a fairly short amount of time, they're gone. And you guys can emerge from your hiding spot. And here you are on the beach with, with nary a soul around. You can see, you know, the two outriggers as they get hidden from the the swells of the of the ocean out there. You know, on occasion you can see them, and sometimes you can't. But there's an outrigger, uh, kind of stashed in the uh, in the foliage, not too far away from you. And um, um and there you go. You know, or or you can take the path all the way back to the river and grab your canoes and you know, do whatever you want with your canoes, but there is an outrigger right over there. We do know that she knows that we exist. Yeah, she's real bothered by that. I mean, the natives mm, yeah, counted us for sure. <laughs> well, I'm marching straight for the outrigger. Oh my god. Gentlemen, women. do join me if you found your balls, please. Frederick, this is why I never get mar got married. Uh-huh. <laughs> now we have to because we're gentlemen. We're all gonna die. All right. I I hope she knows how to row a canoe, because I have no idea how to do it. Neither do I. I've, my piloting skills on the water is zero. You guys have spent the last several days canoeing, uh, rowing canoes, just smaller natives, ones. I, I thought the, the the guides did that. I mean, eventually, all the guy, all the porters, they they abandoned you guys. So you know, all right, I'm just finding excuses. <laughs> yes, I hear that. That's why. That's why she has the moxie point, and you do not. <laughs> I better get a new tie out of this. <laughs> Yeah, Arlo better pick up some one hell of a gift for us. Do you know in all this time that Arlo didn't give me a damn thing? He's given all I of am, you ties and he hasn't given me a thing. I'm sure he would Just strip down to his naked self in joy oh. once, once we save him. Let's, let's go. Let's hope that he doesn't do that. Well, let's hope we don't die in the ocean first. All right. All Even right. if you're leading the way, you sit in the front um, of the boat. The, uh, the tide. Huh? Oh, no, I was just saying, I'll be in the lead. The uh, the tide has come in, making it easier to uh, pull this uh, outrigger uh, out from the uh, foliage where it was stashed and to getting it into water with only the three of you. Um, and soon enough... You find yourselves on the shoulders of the ocean, of the Indian Ocean, as, as you are taking off 
across the strait towards that green strip of an island in the distance. I actually think this is a perfect time. It's a little short, but I think it's a perfect time to, uh, to pause this episode and we will return as we cross the ocean and reach okay. the Chucho <laughs> Island. Holy smoke, dude. Our players included Josh Harwood, Morgan Llewellyn, Holly Buto, Stuart Lively, David Gasway, and myself with John Hook as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.